a playlist original. ready to be petty welcome back to another episode of rtbp i'm so glad you're here maddie from the parked car combos podcast is here and we're talking about so many fun topics we do make a lot of jokes about our mental well-being <laughs> all i don't want to say like all fun and games because obviously it isn't it's, it's it is serious but <laughs> Um, obviously we use humor, maybe a little bit dark humor to cope, but I just want to ensure you that we do have, you know, strategies and resources and supports around us. So I don't know. (laughs) I just don't want anyone to be like worried. Yeah. I, we just obviously use humor as a way of coping. That sounds pretty, that's like an ominous, uh, way to enter a extremely funny, in my opinion, <laughs> episode of RGBB. So it's a supersized one. Let's just let's just get into it. Here is my conversation with Maddie. Okay, everyone, I'm back with a very special guest, Maddie from TikTok and from <laughs> from Parked Car Combos is here. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm back again. I'm doing I'm doing well. I'm yeah, did you <laughs> no, believe that when I said it? <laughs> I saw a TikTok the other day that was like, oh, you've seemed sad lately. And it's like, oh, no, I'm just like getting bad at hiding that I'm consistently like this. And I was like, that's so fucking dark. But that's that is me. so true. Yeah. No, yeah, same. Yeah. yeah anyway. we're like, anyways. <laughs> anyways, let's talk about some pop culture. <laughs> we're like, we're crippling and depressed. Yeah super anxious all the time so let's let's jump into some celebrity weddings I feel like we both struggle with like the same mental illness like well like Mm. it's it's just depression and anxiety like who I'm always like who doesn't have that and people are like a lot of people don't actually have that that is so true it's it's actually funny you say that I have like two of my best friends that like I've known since Mm -hmm. elementary school one of them also has depression and one of them is just like a free floating like person that just doesn't suffer from any mental ailments and it's baffling like we will say things to her and she's like ha I'm sorry about that and I'm like you cannot relate at all like it is shocking to talk to someone that like has yeah, it's nothing like you didn't think about that social interaction for four hours after we had it <laughs> I'm like, you were nauseous in your yes. car on the ride there because you were so terrified you were going to say something weird. You didn't have a weird. panic attack because you had Starbucks and had too much caffeine. Like, That's so weird. Oh, you didn't lose sleep last night over a meeting you had this morning? That's crazy. I like, cannot. Yeah. It's, it's so unrelatable. so unrelatable. But I feel sometimes I'm like, I really do sometimes talk about like, I feel like when I was like 19, it was like pre and post- anxiety for me like it really kicked Mm. off at 19 Mm -hmm. but then when I look back into my childhood when I do my inner child work Mm. I'm like or maybe I was just Mm -hmm. always anxious and depressed and you just like made that up in your head yeah right no yeah for me it's been childhood I was like my first panic attack was in the school bathroom in first grade and I like vividly remember it 
and my teacher had to like calm wild. me down and the yeah the wild thing is is like I still mm-hmm. have panic attacks mm-hmm. in public restrooms but now my first yeah, teacher isn't yeah, there perfect. to console yeah. me so which yeah. is like makes sense but it'd be nice kind of a little bit she had a very soothing presence so it helped it helped but yeah and then I went to a therapist my first therapist when I was in seventh eighth grade and that in and of itself was traumatizing so it just like it just never ended it was just oh so bad but you get used to it I think that's a that's a why good we're thing. so funny <laughs> oh for sure for sure for sure for sure I attribute yeah. it all to that and it's I I think it's why we're both we're both very self-aware people too and I think that is something that you get from being so anxious of like what you're doing all the time. And that is a blessing. I really, cause when I see people that lack any type of self-awareness, I'm like, that's embarrassing for you. Like you need to have some degree of it. So I think yeah, we're better for it off. for sure. Yeah. The self-awareness thing is so clutch. Like my therapist has said that to me so that is interesting Mm -hmm. oh yeah 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 like but looking back on my childhood I was like oh you had a constant tummy ache like (laughs) like, and (laughs) you were always nervous going to school yeah you were like depressed on the couch like after school every day like weird (laughs) like now (laughs) so so such a weird kid it's like silently suffering now I just have words for it so right right anyways (laughs) enough about us (laughs) no one is gonna go listen to my podcast (laughs) no one's listening to this one now currently like (laughs) they're like this is not what we signed up for okay well a little bit more about us actually last time you were on rtbb we Mm -hmm. dissected to like Mm -hmm the most granular detail um and just like that (laughs) and again not to stay on the therapy topic but that was therapeutic for me if I hadn't done that I think I would still have this like pent-up aggression towards that show in me so it honestly it felt like cathartic to kind of let that go I'm glad we did that I stand by that I actually feel that way sometimes when I don't talk about pop culture tv that I was annoyed about Mm -hmm. on this podcast it'll like bubble Mm -hmm. up five months later like like. yep right and I'm like telling like my mom (laughs) that like doesn't care and doesn't know and she's like that's crazy I'm like you don't (laughs) you don't understand yeah yeah that was like me like the last two weeks I've talked about Emma Chamberlain for like I've tried to do for like (laughs) yeah You've been like obsessed yeah. with her recently, which is, it's such an interesting time to be so obsessed with number two, even yes, though I know yes, you always yes. have been, but it's such like a, it's such an interesting time to like a really have a, have a of, Chamberlain obsession. Yeah, obsession. Yeah. Because yeah. she's giving us nothing. I know. <laughs> and you're like, like, yes. Like YouTube, like barely podcasts and like, yeah, is just mm-hmm. doing stuff with Vogue, which I like don't care about. And I'm like obsessed with it. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> What are you going to do? Away my mind works. <laughs> and then I was on your podcast. By the time this comes out, I think my episode will be out. Yes. That yeah, I can yeah, commit to. Yeah. I will commit to that. Dude, I know. I get it. I get it. Yeah. When you're an indie podcaster, it's mm-hmm. like it comes out when it comes out. So. Exactly. Um, And we were talking about celebrity encounters and who mm-hmm. we've met and mm-hmm. just uh, some rehashing some stories of that people have like talked about online about meeting people and like yep. how either awesome awful or like random it was 
Mm-hmm. And what else? What else yeah. do you talk on your podcast about? Tell the listeners. I talk about anything and everything. That's kind of the the beauty and the downfall of my podcast. Unfortunately, is whatever I'm in the mood to talk about, I'm going to talk about. It's very laid back, very chit chat. I don't have fancy <laughs> outlines like Tori does. I'm a unfortunately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That makes so much sense. I actually don't know how I've never asked you that on the podcast. That's actually crazy. I talk about astrology sometimes. I talk about a lot of a lot of what I do is is reading Mm -hmm. people's stories and giving my two cents because I just think that the world needs more of my opinions, unfortunately. So that's That's what I'm going to do. Exactly. I love the sound (laughs) of my own voice, and I just need to hear it all the time. So, Um, and we have like such a fun episode today. We're going to talk about. Uh, Bridgerton season three celebrity weddings because there was two mm-hmm. like really important ones this weekend uh, and then listener questions we got some really good questions from the RTBB community and then uh, Maddie's gonna nominate a petty weight champion of the week and we're both gonna share this week in petty stories I'm so excited mm-hmm. I'm so, excited I think it was yesterday that it was we're recording on Tuesday Yesterday it was mm-hmm. released that from like Netflix itself that mm-hmm. Penelope and Colin are going to be the love story of season three. How do you feel about that? That. <laughs> it, in a word, I don't feel good about it. And I have some thoughts and mm-hmm. I'm going to share them um, mm-hmm. since you asked. So initially I was annoyed. First of all, everyone has this fascination with Penelope, and I don't think this season we got enough character mm-hmm. development from her, mm-hmm. honestly, that to set it up for next season, maybe that's just me. Maybe I wasn't focusing on, you know, what I should have been focusing on, because I think you've talked about that you like all the multiple storylines in Bridgerton, yeah, I, right? Okay, so... I think they're still finding their footing with the multiple storylines. Yes, agreed. But I do like the way that they've done it. And generally, I feel mm-hmm. like characters have gotten the... Like, I thought the Featheringtons, Eloise, etc. like, did get enough storyline. Yep. But it's like, Penn and... And Colin this season. Penn and Benedict, mm-hmm. nothing this season. And that's why mm-hmm. I was nervous because... In the books, technically it's Benedict and then it's Penelope. Mm-hmm. Or I guess it always goes by the Bridgerton, so it'd be Benedict and then Colin. But mm-hmm. they get they're switching it for the first time on the show, and yep. yeah, so I agree. And like, I actually just like don't like Penelope as a character. I think she's a Me bad neither. friend, and that was another yeah. qualm I had. She's a bad friend. She, it's it's she's one of those people that's hard to get a read on, which I think. That's another thing that is weird about them picking her for season three because we don't like her enough to be like rooting for her. And I fucking hate Colin too. So it's like, I'm not rooting for her. Oh my God. He's the worst. Like both of them kind of suck. And it's also the first time, assuming that they end up being love interests and, and, you know, falling in love, which is obviously what we've been set up to think will happen it'll be the first time that it's not like an outsider completely because in season one, obviously it was the Duke. And then in this season, obviously out of nowhere came Kate. And, and I feel like that 
helps that adds like this like oh who's this new person like it kind of is more intriguing in that sense so it's definitely a different trope because in this one it's more of like a friends to lovers type of thing which in the past like we had enemies to lovers for like the past two basically but I am not looking forward to it because I don't like the characters you brought up a good point that they are too childlike and that's just weird and I agree with that completely and I also like yeah I just think the way that it was set up because Anthony is his name, um, right? From Am I season two, spacing because there's yes. like 300. Mm-hmm. Anthony, I just think of like I'm just like Jonathan yeah, Bailey, but fuck. he yes. in season one, obviously we're like he's kind yes, of a douchebag, yes. like we don't like yes. him, you know what I mean? But he still had that like kind yes. of redemption arc of like he looks like he's becoming a little bit of a better person and then by the time you know season two came around, we're rooting for him, we want him and Kate to be together, all of that. We have not gotten that with like Mm -hmm. Penelope at all I feel like it's like I don't know what her motives are Mm -hmm. for anything like I don't get I just don't get her so I feel like it's hard to be like rooting for her at this point in time and obviously I'm sure they'll find you know a way to spin that for season three but I just I don't know I think it's weird and I also think they spent so much time on Eloise this past season that it definitely seemed like that was the more logical solution was to go into Eloise and her storyline with that guy that worked at the printing press thing Theo yeah um and I was really interested in that storyline I liked that I thought that was a really good development like you mentioned before yeah exactly exactly to kind of like bring into that but I also I liked the storyline structure that they had in season one because I think it was enough of like there is a main plot line obviously that we were following but we still got to know all of the other characters enough to like like them in season two and have favorites and and all of that and I think it was kind of more chaotic because they were trying to get so much in for all of these like side characters this past season so and like you said, I think that just kind of took away from yeah. Penelope and Collins, like development at all this past season. So I think it'll yeah. be interesting, but I was not yeah, excited. Yeah, I also heard rumors, like when I recorded my Bridgerton season two podcast, that mm-hmm. they were moving to more of an ensemble cast and not having one mm-hmm. main love story. Right. And then like that obviously is not the case. So I'm kind of confused at why that was like a discussion point online like I don't think I made that up like I think I read it in articles and stuff no because I think that's where I got the idea that you yes. liked you were like asking people what yes, their opinion I, was on that yeah and so so that yes, definitely was and somewhere I think I was like that makes sense because this is gonna sound so rude and honestly I think like I will admit that I think some of it is rooted in like fat phobia for me. Like I, Mm. I'm like, Oh, I don't Mm -hmm. see another like lead love story. And like, that's Mm -hmm. so fucked up, but I'm just going to put it out there because if you like, don't reflect on that type of stuff, like how do you change? But like, and maybe it's just again, cause you're right. Like we know these two characters, but haven't, didn't get too much. Like, like I think that Colin is maybe kind of set up like Anthony. Like he had the moments with Marina and then Mm. maybe in season three, that's when again, he like grows as a person. Um, Mm -hmm. And then I guess Penn is, it's it's just mostly focused on her role as Lady Whistledown so much. Right. Right. That's yeah. That's kind of what, and again, that's where it's like, I don't know like what her 
like we don't know what her deal is like you know what i mean we found out at the end of season one that she was lady whistle down and it was like oh my god what the fuck and then in this season we got kind of like nothing from her besides it being like oh no i hope people don't find out it's me like i need to keep writing like that whole back and forth that she did which just didn't really do much for me you know what i mean it was kind of like like i feel like in season one obviously Lady Whistledown on like who Lady Whistledown was was like such a big point because it was like everyone's trying to guess throughout the series like who it is and then by giving that away at the end of season one you like lose all that mystery so I feel like just in general you cared less about that and kind of in turn you cared less about her as a character because it's like that mystery is gone so it's not it's not as much like ooh this is like this really cool thing it was just like oh this is just something she's doing and it it just seemed to like lose effect too like I feel like it wasn't as big of a deal in this season and so in turn she wasn't as big of a deal because now we know that that's who it is and there wasn't like again like I guess other than Madame Delacroix finding out there wasn't again like more of a progression Mm -hmm. like no one else I guess right. to the very end, Eloise finds out. Mm-hmm. Um, doesn't she? Or or they just have that I big f- fight, but she doesn't know. They yeah. have that fight. Actually, I, I don't, don't think, think she, she knows. knows. So, yeah. And I think that the other big point for me is just like the age thing, because I'm assuming since it's Regency London, they're going to get married. But I just am like, they seem so young compared to their older siblings that's why I was like oh it makes sense I guess for it to be Benedict because it's like he's the second it goes Antony then Benedict then Colin so I guess maybe he's the third one but and I guess Daphne would be the fourth youngest so I don't know maybe it's just maybe it is just right yeah it's not the reality but I don't know they just seem so not grown up and I'm like I don't want to see like they seem like 16 to me and I'm like I don't want 16 year olds yeah immature like too yeah like not only do they feel like kids but they're also immature and I even because Eloise and Penelope are like supposed to be the same age but like to me Eloise feels more like it, it that I'm more okay with in terms of like getting married I guess and I also like I would hate for if they do end up doing like multiple storylines and like multiple love stories at the same time I would hate for Eloise to like kind of you know not get her due if they try and like interweave that in next season but I like I feel like with her we got that character development of like she kind of was on this like I never want to get married like I don't like you know that's so silly and then she was like starting to have feelings for a guy and I like liked that progression of it I thought that that was like a, a good path to be setting her up for then this like big yeah, storyline totally. next season and we just aren't gonna yeah, get that she had, like, like the realization that she like lives a really privileged life compared to people that are like yeah working mm-hmm. in the printing press mm-hmm. and then like she also right. yeah like I think understands maybe her sisters more because she's mm-hmm. um didn't value like people who wanted to be married and have kids so yeah yeah I guess it's just more set up for her now Mm -hmm. also that we're talking about this Penelope has been out like you know how they're like debutantes basically like she's been on the yes she was presented to the queen I think in season one so technically she's Mm -hmm. been like eligible for like three seasons or whatever right right Okay, so the positive things, as we just shit on them for like 
many minutes. <laughs> I really like mm-hmm. Nicola Coughlin. I think that's how you pronounce her last name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Her acting is great, and I really just like her as a person. Yep. So I, I feel like she'll do whatever she's given justice. So I just hope it's a good, like, storyline. And then she was so excited, so I watched a TikTok of, like, her announcing it for the first time and she's like I've known this like since day one basically and this is the first time I've said it out loud and she was like just so stoked so I'm just really stoked for her and it is really especially in like period pieces I know that this isn't like a classic period piece um like it takes a lot of liberties in like the costumes and traditions and stuff like that but it is really important to see more body representation especially in this genre so um I'm also excited for that apparently in the book version which I haven't read but I they are on my list I just I've heard mixed reviews the character loses a bunch of weight before Colin like recognizes her as yes no. and I was like oh god I'm assuming they're not gonna do that that's like so common <laughs> though like I feel like that checks <laughs> do you know what I mean like for whatever reason that's so on brand for Colin I hate, hate that. him so much hate that know. hate him I hate him he is literally no redeemable no, qualities he's so annoying with Marina and like fuck if I have yeah. to hear about his trip to Greece one more time <laughs> shut up about Greece like, shut up about there, Greece then. no like- one cares like no literally no one cares no one cared that you were gone no one missed you like just go (laughs) when he was talking about plants in like with marina's husband for like fucking 30 minutes i was like this needs to stop in all yeah just like any scene that he was in this past season i was like "Mm, i feel like i could skip this and i wouldn't miss anything and i like wouldn't care yeah yeah well (laughs) not good i will say i'm still like excited though like this show still has like I just feel like it's really well made that I'm still excited yeah I agree with that I think I was this past season I was like Mm -hmm. upset with it because I just loved Kate and Anthony and I wanted them I wanted more of them and we did they first of all I was pissed that they didn't even like really get together until like the last episode like that that is like I a know, ripoff. Like, come on. Especially just like the comparison between Simon, Daphne and yes. the Duke. Yes. And like, we got like seven episodes where they were like married. Like, I I just hated that aspect of it. And then I just felt like I was like scraping the surface. Like after every episode, I was like, oh my God, we only got like 10 minutes of them all together. So I was already just like ugh, annoyed. And now I have to like have this storyline. So I'm obviously going to watch Especially it. Especially because I like, you're right. I'm I annoyed. like Hayden Anthony so much, like better than Simon Loved and them. Daphne. Yeah. So, so much better. Yeah. So much better. I think that they're both, like they're both coming back for season three. Like I'm pretty sure we found out that Kate is coming back for yes, season three. Yes. So I hope we see more yes. of her too. I, and, I and hope Anthony. so. Yeah. I randomly saw that like possibly Simon is coming back. Yeah. Wait, I saw that too. I yes. I don't yes, know yes. if that's valid, like valid at all. Like, yeah, I'm sure it would just be like a very brief yeah. appearance. Like I doubt they would come back in season three and like have him yeah. have a storyline, but, but I want to see Kate more. I loved her. She was such a good actress and i loved Me her character too. so and hopefully um they, they we'll recast um francesca 
the sister that like disappeared oh yeah. they did yeah that disappeared yeah. yes okay she has okay. like continuous scheduling issues so she got recast as someone gotcha. I, i'm not familiar with but... interesting okay yeah, we'll see it'll put like i don't know if we're gonna that be waiting be like a year and a half again hopefully not but i know i just feel like the production of that show must be fucking yeah with insane. the costumes like I the costumes like all of the like parties that they have to choreograph like that must be a nightmare I think but I, re- I read grateful for that it all of the party goers are also in like individual costumes whereas usually when they do like mm. ball scenes like they kind of a lot of the people right. have, like the same dress but like different colors and stuff but they really yeah yeah go all out the last thing i want to say about this is now people are finding like easter eggs in um season Mm -hmm. two so when they're playing pall mall like the croquet game Mm -hmm. colin (laughs) like this is what i'm talking about like i was like you still with me okay like the the sheer look of like first you went deadpan and then it was a look of disgust and then i knew exactly whose name we were gonna say Colin like, literally my mind just went like it's trying to filter it out <laughs> like it's it's like this mm-hmm. is not useful information like it's gotta go like <laughs> oh my god exactly um, Colin hits the ball through the third like wicket mm. thing and then mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Eloise hits it through the fourth one so people were saying possibly okay Benedict misses the third one so people were kind of saying that maybe those are like I think there was one other easter egg but I can't remember it now but um so people were saying that's because they're the main characters of those seasons I will say if Eloise does get like a full season and it's season four that there's no way it'll be her and Theo it'll be a new person you know what I mean? They oh, can't drag season. it out through all of season three and then like in season four, like finally get around to like Is that why love Colin story, left? I feel like. You know what I mean? They just were like, you need to like leave. <laughs> they were like, we don't. <laughs> we need to present this idea that you're a new character after we had you in a whole season. So we'll just send you to Greece, I guess. Oh my God. But really, I feel like, because I, I don't know what else could happen between Eloise and Theo like next season it would be like I feel like that would be the natural progression of them to like get together and if they if it's not gonna happen then then I feel like in season four it'll be a whole new person which is fine book spoiler no yeah sure she is Theo in the book so I okay so interesting so maybe yeah, Theo won't be in like, season three. <laughs> They'll yeah, do the same doing, thing. Like, Theo makes a sudden resurgence. He has like a four. course he needs and, to take for learning a new printing press. And he just, yeah. like Literally. Through. He like yeah. goes to France or something to like source printing presses for a whole season. <laughs> and Eloise is just like sat like longing for him out the window the whole season. That's like all we get of her. And then he comes back in season four and we're all like, oh my God, who is this guy? Oh my God. Yeah. I'm, for some reason, I just like think we're dead on. Like, there's actually no way that we're wrong. For some reason, like yeah. we're talking to the producers and like, this is what's happening. Sorry, guys. Big yeah. spoiler alert here is we are making the show. Actually, it would be so, so different if we were making it. It'd be like, oh my God, it'd be so much better. 
seriously there's just too many to yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah I remember when I was recording my recap I was like I forgot half of them I had to like look up their names oh yeah for sure yeah just irrelevant okay let's move on celeb weddings we yes. first connected over the bachelorette and we did. finally Jordan and Jojo tied the knot after six long mm-hmm. years mm-hmm. and two canceled Tea. COVID weddings. What did you think of yeah. the wedding, the dresses, everything? I thought it was all like as expected. Yeah. You know what I mean? It wasn't anything crazy. It just seemed like a normal wedding. I think there was just a lot of hype with also because even before COVID, it was like, when are you guys getting married? Like it was just dragged out for so long. And then obviously COVID is a completely valid excuse to postpone your wedding twice. That makes sense. But I honestly think that it's, I mean, this is just for me personally, because I know that like bachelor nation people are like, so they, they just like, and I love them as a couple. I like love mm-hmm. Jojo season, but um, I think it was kind of like, they waited too long that it's like people don't really (laughs) care anymore you know what I mean like they their window of opportunity just like closed Mm. and it I think that's how it works in bachelor nation people care about you for a very fleeting amount of time and then it's like like they if they had had the wedding three years ago I think people would have been like way more excited about it and they could have it could have been like bigger but I feel like now it's like like the only headlines that I keep seeing about are like, finally, they did it. You know what I mean? It's more so like the emphasis on the fact that it's taken six years, but I don't know. Everything about their wedding seems like fine and normal. Yeah, I totally agree. Like she was the bachelorette six years ago. It's like, we've had so many other. Right. She She's considered like, right, exactly. like, now, like old school bachelor or like mm-hmm. definitely like middle mm-hmm. school, like, or like in the middle phase mm-hmm. of. Middle school. Middle school. <laughs> like, She's middle school. Whatever. What's the what's the in between of old school and new school? There isn't. There just but is she's none. in the middle. <laughs> I feel like you're just one or the other. But I don't feel like she's yeah. new school. So maybe she is an old school bachelorette. So right. yeah, I feel like you know, she still got they still got the people co- cover. Her mm-hmm. wedding dress, like, didn't do anything for me. Like <laughs> Me neither. I it looks like she bought oh, it six no. years ago. Yeah. I do you know what I mean? Truly do. That's yeah. kind of the she vibe. She probably did because it is. Yeah. No. No. Seriously, like it. Like I feel like that was a super trendy style of wedding dress. Yeah. Six years ago, like that makes sense to me. So I almost wondered if that was like actually a factor in it. Not that like she couldn't afford to buy a new one or like you know what I mean. But I was like, it was just interesting because I'm like I don't feel like I see a lot of that style yeah. anymore in in wedding dresses not that I'm in the know in the wedding dress yeah. industry but from what I've seen it seems kind of outdated yeah, 100%. in a sense and uh her and Jordan changed outfits for the reception and I actually liked okay. those way better she was wearing like a sparkly like Wait, I didn't see that not fur lined like not f- like fine like feathers on the bottom and he mm-hmm. changed from, I mm-hmm. think, a black suit or tux to a white one. Oh, but, like, okay. not, like, the gross skeevy white ones. Like, a classic right, right. white one. Um, mm-hmm. And I just li- liked those looks so much better than the, like, the ceremony dress. Right, right. And I feel like that would be something that you could kind of update more yeah. easily, if that makes yeah. sense. You and know what I mean? 
Like you could come up with that on shorter notice than like yeah, an actual wedding Yeah, that actually makes gown. sense. Like maybe she did buy it and she's like, oh, well, this is it. Or like, honestly, if they spent like five, eight K on the dress, it's like, what do you do with that? And I know that they're like celebrities right. in a sense, but they're not like Kardashian level wealthy. So maybe they right, couldn't right. like mm-hmm. buy something new. Right. The mm-hmm. other couple, which is... Talk about like Jordan Jojo's like sleeper wedding, and then like <laughs> I know I was thinking about that too. It's like they're like, oh, we got the people exclusive, like all this, and then like a day later, no, one, no cares one cares because Courtney and Travis got married. I still mm-hmm. don't believe like TMZ reported that they are now legally married. Like the paperwork is like filed. Yeah, I still don't believe that this was their actual wedding. No, I think I saw something that they're having a bigger wedding in Italy. That makes Over the so summer. much more sense. Oh, they did go on an Italy trip mm-hmm. last summer. Maybe they I were think scouting. that's what I, 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 that could be, that makes a lot of sense actually. Um, yeah. Like with the whole family. Cause that was the weirdest thing. I would have believed it more if the whole family had been there at the very, very least. But yeah. So that's why I was like, there's no way that this is it. And then I was reading some articles and it said that they've, they've, they've said it somewhere. Cause it was a quote that they're having like a ceremony in that makes Italy yes, or a party, like, like, you know, a not necessarily a ceremony, but yeah. Them for like making a one typically one day event, like now, like four fucking occasions. Well, yeah, that was the thing because even when all of this news broke, I was like, didn't we just see in pictures Vegas. of them? recently in vegas and that's why i was like so did they not get married there because i don't i'm not like the biggest kardashian fan like yeah, yeah like, sue, me. <laughs> sue me for being on a yeah, pop culture yeah, con- it's like they <laughs> are podcast and they like, are oh, pop culture. like <laughs> they they are the moment and like the audacity that i have to say that but i remembered yeah, seeing those pictures at like fake. the beginning of april and i was like that was like a fuck? pretend wedding so that was sort of have the pretend wedding and then what we just did, and then I know that in in Italy it's going to be an yes. even bigger spectacle because it'll be the whole family and like a bigger deal than these pictures that they just took in a car <laughs> yes. on a street. And then it was what like was MJ was there. Like... It was so it was so weird. And like the pictures, I was saying, I was like, they would be really cute if they weren't. If it wasn't Kourtney Kardashian. Do you know what I mean? It just like seems so off brand. Like I'm like, like the concept of the pictures and everything like loved. Like I thought they were actually like really cute. Like they were well taken. Like they were really like aesthetically pleasing, obviously. But I'm like, this just does not read as like a Kardashian's wedding photos at all. You know what I mean? Like I've seen average like Joe Schmoes take pictures, like get wedding pictures like that. And I'm like, these are amazing. I love this. But like, it's just not what you expect at all from Courtney Kardashian. That's why I knew it was like not the legitimate one. Cause I was like, it couldn't be your, it couldn't be. She's so about her kids and her kids weren't there. Anything like Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. I think I've talked about this on this podcast, but there's definitely a shift in wedding culture and like wedding photos where like that Vegas aesthetic, the short dress, the gloves, the like kind of mm-hmm. trailer trashy. I don't know if mm-hmm. that's acceptable. To s- Probably not. No, I know what um, you mean though. But like, I don't know. Right. But it's, yeah. it's that vibe um, of like. And mm-hmm. the black and white photos, but like couples 
on like the street mourns. I just see that all over TikTok. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I know exactly. But and that's what I'm saying is like that is super yeah. trendy right now. But I wouldn't Courtney, expect that from yeah. an A-list celebrity. That's the thing. It's like because I I even know influencers that like did something like that. Like they went to Vegas and you know took like the same type of pictures. Like she wore like a short white dress and then she ended up having like a bigger wedding later on. But I was like that makes sense because it's like she's a trendy influencer. So she's like gonna do the trendy wedding thing. But I thought it was like it was just weird seeing Courtney fucking yeah. Kardashian do that. And yeah, I knew it couldn't be real when I saw the dress. I'm like, there's no way that this woman is getting like fully married in this dress yes. it's just not happening i actually this is a hot take i actually loved the dress i mm. i didn't think it was ugly i was just like there's no the, way that this yes, is the wedding it. dress do you know what i mean totally. yeah now yeah, that yeah, i know exactly. that it's not if that was her real wedding dress i think i'd be upset but for just like yeah i'm just calling this like basically in another engagement photo shoot <laughs> It's it cute. was yeah, it was kind of like a mini elopement, yes, I guess, yes. is what it was. But it's like it was like a white, very like clueless. Like I could see Cher wearing this dress, mm. but it has like the mm-hmm. sacred heart in the middle. I actually really liked it, but she was wearing like mm-hmm. black accessories mm-hmm. that I didn't love. Which I think goes so like for me, it was giving very much Megan Fox and Machine Gun Kelly vibes, like the whole like tilt right, to us part and like being kind of goth yeah. in the car and like it was giving like yes. Bonnie and Clyde a little bit. And it's like, yeah. girl, you're again, you're Courtney. Like you have to know who you are. Like you have to know yourself. It requires a yeah, certain self-awareness that I just think it. that she didn't unfortunately yeah. suffer. Yeah, oh exactly. That's so yeah. true, though. But honestly, I always shit on celebrities for, like, doing this type of stuff. But I would do the exact same thing. Like, when Ashley Iconetti made Jared Hyben dress up as Aladdin and she dressed up as Jasmine just to, like, live out her Disney dreams... <laughs> I shat on her, but like honestly, fucking iconic. I would do the exact same. You would. Yeah, do that? I hate myself for it. Like, like, <laughs> okay, I hate you too for it. Let the record show. Like, I fucking hate that, if, but I would. I. I would. And I. Yeah. No. If you say anything that is to the effect of living out my Disney dreams, immediately for me, not Disney per no. se, but like I would like. Mm. <laughs> I was gonna say Buffy the Vampire Slayer. <laughs> Why? No, like or like Twilight. <laughs> no, Twilight yeah, makes more like, sense to me. Yeah, not Disney, but <laughs> for some reason, living out your tw- <laughs> for some reason for me, living out your Twilight fantasies of marrying a vampire makes more sense <laughs> of marrying a fictional creature yeah, yeah, yeah. that checks out to yeah, me i'm like yeah. i get that <laughs> same i'm like same also yeah. looking for my edward cullen like yeah so yeah yeah because they've done certain like couple costumes for halloween that i'm like oh this this is just like what they want to do and i feel like i should on them but i would do the same mm-hmm. yes okay i one last thing i want to say is like the gloves also gloves are definitely having yeah. a moment and then she was wearing that like head for sure. scarf thing that was like really like old school like glamour and yeah mm-hmm. I I liked mm-hmm. it but and I got so many dms being like this is an outrage and like I agreed at mm-hmm. the time but I 
now that I know that there's something bigger and better planned, I'm okay with it. Right, but it's also oh, it's more so annoying. Oh, it's so fucking annoying. Because it's oh like, girl, God. just get to the point. Get to the fucking point. Like, you're married. No one... Fu- like, it's like, obviously, people care. That's where I'm yeah. in the minority. But I'm like, no one fucking cares this much. Like, just do it. Like, stop yeah. talking about it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, stop leading up to it. Stop doing another thing that's, like, about it's gonna it. It's going to be Jordan it. and JoJo. Just do it. Where, by the time the event rolls around, like... No one cares. I scrolled. It's like, didn't you already do this twice? Like, no one cares. I can't. But the I thought it was very interesting, Alabama's TikTok Live about it. That dynamic is so weird to me because it's just so it's like so casual. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's Which like that's her sense, dad. But it's <laughs> like I wrote that on Instagram too. I was like, it's so crazy how Alabama's like so comfortable around them and stuff. And I was like, Yeah, that's like literally her dad and her, her stepmom. Like But it was it was the way that she was like, oh, yeah, yeah. they got married today. Like, <laughs> I love that, like, the Kardashian, like, mm. kids and stepkids and, and all of that second yeah. generation is, like, so on the internet. They're so, like, <laughs> ruthlessly like, yes, nonchalant yes, about like everything. They've... And it's, like, they're just, they just miss that. What? I'm sorry. You just said what? I'm sorry. Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker just walked into your room and they're like, "Uh, they're in their wedding outfits because they got married today. Uh, That is not normal to anyone. And she's like, she just like keeps me makeup and she's like, oh, you're still here? She's like cutting her crease or whatever. And then she's like, she, her dad had to say like, no, look at my outfit again. And she's like, wow. She's like, oh, the gloves. I think she says to me about the gloves too. And then she was, and she was like, Courtney had yeah. this palette before. And Courtney was like, and it's so funny because it seems like Courtney's like way more obsessed way with her than obsessed. she is with Courtney. Which yeah. love that. Love yeah. a power trip. Like, yes. go for it, girl. Like, yes. I love that. This is gonna be the meanest so thing weird, I say though. on this podcast, probably. Mm. But the Kardashians mm-hmm. need to do a little makeover with Alabama's bleached hair. They do yeah. for sure. Take her they can to afford the it stylist. for sure. Take her to just a stylist would be good. I think at this at this point, like it's yeah. How old is she? Do you know? I think she's like sixteen or seventeen. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What a life. What a life. Because she was the one that, like, I'm pretty sure confirmed that they had gotten mm-hmm. married at that point so that's what i'm saying like it was just so iconic yeah but in a such a casual way I which know. makes it more iconic i know there's like, just like tens of thousands of people watching this tiktok like live. obsessed yeah. right right it's crazy yeah but i do love the dynamic of all of those kids just like roasting their parents because i'm mm. like you gotta stay humble <laughs> you gotta they have to it is interesting. I think as the kids get older too, I saw a TikTok and it was like celebrity kids age faster than anything. And it is so true. Like seeing some of Kim Kardashian's kids, I'm like, they're my age. What do you yeah, mean? Like, no. how, how did they get to be 24? I don't understand. I know. It's crazy. Yeah, for sure. Like Mason, I'm like, oh, isn't he in college? And he's like 13. That's so weird. So It's weird. so weird. Yeah. Yeah. And like North and P act like... I did in grade nine and they're like seven. Mm-hmm. It's it's just yeah, it's bizarre. They're literally already like twenty-two. <laughs> yeah, they wear the makeup and stuff like they are. Like, Even did you see Stormy was at Yes. 
Yes, the Billboard BBMAs. music. Yes, yeah. wearing that. She looked a so one cute. shoulder number. <laughs> yes, like you are three. Why are you wearing a one shoulder dress? And the comments. <laughs> Can I, say, I need to say like the most fucked up thing. And I was like, oh, okay, I I think I'm gonna cut this out. But I was like, oh, you can see like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i'm so excited <laughs> i think i got this out i'm like oh okay. you can see like her panty lines and then i was like it's a three-year-old's <laughs> diaper <laughs> stop but literally because they're making her look like she's 20 yeah like, so i looked at her and i said you can see her panty lines <laughs> it's so weird it's so fucked up i was like oh she needs skims. <laughs> not stormy needing skims at age three <laughs> a no show panty <laughs> okay, not also, skims coming up with a kid's line just for if i say panty one more time i'm literally well referencing a child i'm exiting out of the zoom call I would I would be okay with that. I'd be like, I understand. Oh my God. But really, I hate it so much. Also, I've just been going on a lot of deep dives about like family channels recently mm. and that m- mixed with uh, pedophilia and hate it, obviously. Oh God, that's but dark. there's it is it's very dark, but I've I've learned so much about how parents are so aware of like the demographics that are watching their kids and it's like old men. Yes. And I just think like, to be dressing up a three-year-old like she's a grown-ass woman is not helping your cause and not to be like victim blaming yeah, obviously yeah. like obviously yes, she's yes, three yes. but it's like I don't know just like let her be a three-year-old yeah she doesn't you know need to walk and a red carpet she doesn't and she definitely doesn't need to walk a red carpet in like a skin tight one shoulder dress yeah she's three yeah like put her in overalls like i was wearing when i was three yeah like there's so many like cute high fashion trendy things that she could have put a three-year-old in yeah it was just a lot yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. let's let's do like a quick pivot because i just can't like let's do it i don't know let's how do you recover like after talking about that it's so bad. It's so <laughs> such bad. a dark hole. Yeah. So bad. So we got some fun listener questions this week. Um, I'm excited about the first one. Me too. So we're just going to kind of like rapid, not rapid fire, but like we're just going to go through them and jump around a little bit. We couldn't rapid fire if we tried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, fuck. Yes. We'd be the worst <laughs> rapid fire people ever. Truly, if I was ever on like Ellen or something like that, she'd be like, you have 20 seconds to answer this question. And every question would just like. It would it'd be so bad. So bad. Also, I'd pay to see you on Ellen. <laughs> <laughs> just that as a concept is hysterical to me. Like, why Ellen? I don't know. She's the first. There is no Ellen. <laughs> Ellen's gone. She's the first person that I was like, oh, doesn't she play those like boring ass fucking games I don't she know. does yeah. she does yeah that's fair okay at aaron davis june asks is it me or is kendall super unlikable in the new kardashian show yes yeah it's not just you this is rapid fire yes <laughs> this is what yeah that was my rapid fire answer here's my long answer i think i think kendall's always been this way and now we're seeing more of it yes it's oh she's always had that reputation of just being like you know she's well first of all very much pick me girl vibes you know like I was built like an athlete like stop talking stop cease cease, <laughs> cease that <living. laughs> like, 
Okay, I'm not gonna go that. Okay, I'm having like a mental breakdown. Yeah, like... I know. I feel like it's like a little bit role reversal. I feel like I'm usually the like. <laughs> You're over here be like Kendall Jenner sees living. And that was the first even, thing that even I'm like, let's tone it down, Tori. But oh God. no, she's speaking though. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. she can do that. But yeah, there was obviously the entire cucumber debacle that blew up on TikTok. And it was like the funniest I've laughed at things in a while because it was it. I love we know that the Kardashians are out of touch, obviously. Any A-list celebrity that's that famous is extremely out of touch, as we saw in my Celebrity Encounters episode that we did. People are just insane. But to see someone not know how to use a knife while cutting literally the simplest vegetable in the world. If I had to think of the easiest vegetable to cut, a cucumber. Yeah, truly. You know what I mean? Truly. It was, I hope it was a humbling experience for her. <laughs> I hope that this, like, I hope it, I hope it hits home for her. Do you know what I mean? It was so dumbfounding to me. Like, I still haven't worked yeah. it out. Like, yeah. I actually thought it was fake. Like, I actually Same. think that they, like, planted that for the uh, Well, I, I did think of that as well, that they probably did because they're insane. Mm-hmm. And everyone talked about it because it was insane. And, okay, this is, like, where my conspiracy brain theory goes, is that this episode was the Astro World, the night of the Astro World tragedy. But what are the headlines we're seeing? Kendall cutting a cucumber mm-hmm. that makes sense that makes sense it was it's a lot it's just either way you put it though her just being I think it just like plays into her being like unlikable it's just like this because there's a certain level of out of touchness that the Kardashians that we expect that we expect from them and we tolerate by we I do not mean me I mean other people but like you know what I mean that it's just like you know that they're just that you know that Christian is going to be a bitch to her driver like that makes sense Kendall not knowing how to operate a knife is like another level that like I think even the people that are so on board with the Kardashians are like this bitch can't work a knife yes how does that make sense yes 100% yeah it's like oh their meals are catered it's like yeah, mine would be too, but I mm-hmm. still know how to cut a cucumber. Right, because it's like the most basic cooking principle. Yeah, and you even if you don't know how cook, to do you would just naturally would know, how to, know how to do that. Yeah. It's the easiest thing in the world. Yeah. It was really interesting also because on your podcast, we talked about Chris yelling at her driver, like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in this episode, she was like, chef, like, <laughs> and I was like, that also sounds fucking rude. Yes. And the, um, th- I don't know if the- it was the same part, but like, right as Kendall's about to cut the thing, she's like, oh, I can have the chef make you something. Like, Are you sure? Like, just very like coddling, which is, uh, I don't know. It's kind of like giving the vibes of like when you visit your parents and they're like, oh, my God, like, let me give you food. Like, let me make you your favorite meal, like that type of thing. But like Chris also doesn't know how to do that. So she's like, do you want me to have the chef make you something? And it's like, is this what we're doing? And she's British now. What? (laughs) 
that that's like for some reason I always think just like British people have butlers too like and yes chefs. Like, like that made sense a deep me. dive a deep dive you should do is that the Kardashians should be British like that makes sense yes yes their contour very British yeah <laughs> <laughs> Them having so many butlers, British. Yeah, it's like very like Queen of England, I guess. Very Queen, yeah, like bad British. Like yes, we don't like them yes, British. Yes, yeah, 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 totally. Yeah. yeah, I think that Kendall. Honestly, she's always been unlikable to me, so I mm-hmm. haven't noticed a yeah, shift agreed. per se. I just yeah, maybe more people are talking about it, but I just think it's more in your face. Yes, you know what I mean. Like I think it used to be like. She was kind of like the like cool, mysterious one that like wasn't really talked about as much and like seemed to like not like the spotlight. Yeah. Give me a fucking break. Oh, God. Give me a fucking break. Like she dates like one of the best basketball players in the country. Like she loves the spotlight. 100%. And she just the only difference is she doesn't. She acts like she doesn't, which like her sisters like obviously embrace. Yeah. Yeah. And like she's had the same scandals as not the same per se but like she's had bad scandals like obviously the pepsi one is the one that comes to mind first but there was also when she announced her partnership with what's the acne skit proactive proactive yes was it proactive yeah or like not her specifically but her market the marketing team framed it like she was gonna come out Mm. because there's rumors that she's gay but Mm -hmm. so they like Mm -hmm. set it up like she was going to come out and there was like a big secret she was revealing. And then it was like, I have acne. <laughs> so out of touch. Like, I just, like I she, she's like genuinely like slept on when you think of the most out of touch Kardashian, but like she is, I think yeah. she might be. Yeah. Cause she's like, I Oh, know. I just like fucking ride horses and then appropriate like my, with my tequila brand. Mm. yeah right that was another big big scandal scandal for her yeah and she just like I don't know I mean obviously they're like uncancelable obviously but it is it's annoying I will say I did see a TikTok of her from I because I haven't watched the Kardashians at all I just see the highlights on TikTok and um there was a clip of her like telling Scott off did you see that yes that um, about like her birthday party and how Scott wasn't invited and yes I was on her side with that one I think yeah it based off of the, the very little episode. context okay yeah. yeah based off the very little context I had I just think I mean I think Scott Disick is pissed that like his time in the sun is over you know what I mean totally. and that was very evident yeah and I think it's such a weird dynamic for them because like they're all on the show together and like they have kids together and but it's like now she's married to someone else yeah yeah he so I was team Kendall with that one and I think she was getting a lot of heat for that because she was being like very aggressive yeah very aggressive and was like fuck off Scott like I like really freaking out and obviously I didn't have a lot of that context like I said but I was on her side overall with that one with that I was like at least she's showing some real like emotion yes. which mm-hmm. she just like never does done, ever ever that was like my yeah. real thoughts or my mm-hmm. only thoughts about that entire thing is like oh this is actually seems like a legitimate reaction it's not her and Kylie going to in and out and making that like a storyline <laughs> 
about like if they're gonna order a double or a single cheeseburger so boring i could not think of something that i care less about truly the one thing i'll say and then we can move on but this show i think is such a flop i think the first episode was really good but now it is just doing the exact same shit as keeping up where it's like all the storylines are so out of touch because they happened fucking eight months ago and that's yeah that's always been their biggest downfall like downfall yeah Yeah, is people are keeping especially i feel like because maybe not so much when keeping up first started but with social media everyone knows everything when it's happening and the kardashians are obviously no stranger to that they're posting their shit all the time no one cares about it eight months later Totally. literally no one and i f- like it's it might be like oh interesting to kind of see what was going on when this happened but it's not like breaking news totally. it's not a headline because it happened almost a year ago 100 percent. and apparently the show was supposed to come out in february but they weren't happy with the like edit so they mm. delayed it by two months interesting and i was like well it would have been a bit better in february but it's uh, more on the nose yeah, yeah but still old. it's like yeah not good I, i'm curious because i like watch bits of keeping up but i didn't not avidly what was the difference supposed to be between you know what i mean like did they brand it any differently because i mean i always was just like oh it's just going to be an extension of keeping up and like i didn't think anything of it yeah. but i have seen that people definitely like don't like this as much yeah And I'm curious as to, like, why people are saying that. Yeah, I think, like, it was on streaming services, so it was going to be, like, more in their control and um, more, like, closer to the real timeline. And then Mm -hmm. I think the other piece was it was supposed to be more documentary style. And it's it's the same shit. These, like, A, B, and C plot storylines that, like, it it's the it's the same shit so Mm -hmm. yeah I think that those were like the main differences but interesting yeah okay at always underscore striving underscore for underscore better says new Pirates of the Caribbean confirmed two scripts written if Margot Robbie agrees to be in it and another if she doesn't big question is will Johnny Depp be in it Mm mm-hmm no, I don't think so. I I feel like Johnny mm-hmm. Depp and Amber Heard aren't coming back from like it's they're in a defamation trial mm-hmm. that's literally defaming them currently. So I don't think either of them are going to be working. I like maybe mm-hmm. cancellation does <laughs> maybe it, it does exist cuz right. I don't know if they'll like super I don't know. They're not going to be big gets anymore. Um, That's true. Do we need more Pirates of the Caribbean movies? I don't think so. And why? Point blank period. Yeah. Why Margot Robbie too? Yeah. Right? Was she? I saw that name and I was. Yeah. Not to my knowledge. So random. It does seem random because like when did the most recent Pirates of the Caribbean come out? Like literally. Do you know what I mean? Like 2012? Like. (laughs) That's what I'm saying is it's a weird time where it's not like, oh, it's just a continuation of like the last one, like playing off of that. But it also isn't like a movie from like the 80s that they're like bringing back. Like, so it's kind of like a weird 
I feel like it's a weird time to bring back Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. Caribbean. I don't even know how to say it. I think in maybe this that's context, why I never watched it. Yes, it's Caribbean, <laughs> but like I think a lot of people say Caribbean. Yeah, I loved the first one. Like this, I feel like it was like okay. Orlando Bloom and like Keira yes. Knightley's like entrance into they popped off. Yes, into like a list sure. celebrity culture, and I just remember being like a a little kid, being like, "This is like it." Like he's peak. Like, <laughs> Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. is. It. Like, yeah. Orlando is like the hottest He's everything person more. Yeah, yeah. I've ever seen. For sure. Yes. I fucking hate nowadays how it's like, oh, let's bring back Spider Man. It's like, we just had Toby Maguire <laughs> and we had fucking Andrew Garfield. And this feels like the exact same thing. Don't get me started on the Marvel movie franchise. Oh my god! I as a whole, I just can't. I'm sure there's so many listeners that are like into it, but I just, I physically can't. zero percent. There are me. because I sometimes I'm like, am I the only person in the world that doesn't like Marvel? I like brought it up at work accidentally the other day, and one of my coworkers loved talking. it, and I was like. Ugh. And I was like, I'm really glad I didn't say what I was going to say because that would have been a really awkward conversation. Like I, I've, and I, I'm, the thing is, why do they keep making the same movies is because people are watching it. The money has to be there. And that's why I'm sure for Pirates of the Caribbean, that must be the driving force behind it Mm -hmm. because that's the driving force behind everything in Hollywood. But it's like. I just can we stop beating a dead horse like it is 2022 we're we're more creative than this that's my whole thing it's like can we stop with like the same characters the same storylines the same whatever and just branch the fuck out and do something different like it seems like everything that comes out is either like a reboot of a classic movie like Mm -hmm. even that stupid movie that Addison Rae was in was like a remake of um oh she's all that yeah yeah exactly it's like everything is a remake of something or like a continuation of a series or like part of a bigger franchise and like unless it's a new Twilight movie I don't care (laughs) unless unless we're bringing back do you remember the like peak era of like the Divergent series and Hunger Games like, unless we're going back to that point in time, yes. I want no part in it. Like, yeah. let's move on. Yes, 100%. And that's how I feel about all of that. I was fucking thriving in 2008. <laughs> that was, like, the best time of my life. Yeah. It was, we all felt invincible in a way that probably <laughs> is, like, toxic. Like, for whatever reason. Because I was we didn't like, live in a dystopian world but we did we just didn't know we did like I live in the United States I was living in a dystopian society and I was like I felt for whatever reason if I was in the middle of a street and an 18 wheeler is coming at me one of two things is gonna happen I'm either gonna get no nay one of three things is gonna happen I'm either gonna somehow garnish up superhuman strength and be able to fully stop this AD Miller from hitting me yes b I'm gonna be able to perform some like insane acrobatic stunt where I jump on top of the AD Miller while it's moving do like a double backhand spring off of the top of it or my favorite option number three a werewolf or a vampire (laughs) or a spider-man or something is gonna jump out of the woodwork and single-handedly save me yes. and take me to safety on the side of the road. And I believe that like, to some extent. 
I'm, you know, I'm literally out of breath. <laughs> like, it, it's true. And I stand by that. Bring back the Hunger Games. Bring back the Divergent series. Bring back something I can get so lost in that I literally forget about my <laughs> life. Yeah. Like, you know. It was about to get dark again, Tori, but I didn't take it there. No, trust me. But trust me. I get it's, it. It's like true. It was the perfect level of, because let's face it, Marvel, no one's a superhero. I don't believe that. I can't get behind that. For some reason, Edward Cullen being a vampire <laughs> that's like 300 years old, that's in love with a 17-year-old, to me, checks out. <laughs> to me, I'm like, this I can get behind. Literally, This I, makes sense. I don't believe in God, but when Edward Same. Cullen like, happened, I was like, I actually believe vampires could exist. Suddenly, I have a cross that's just Edward Cullen in my room, and I like pray <laughs> to him every night. Like, No, I was, I was a real... <laughs> I was a real slut for the guy from Divergent. Oh, fuck. Theo. Four. Um, Theo. Four. Oh, I was, Theo, what's his name? Um, I don't know, but I was going to name my child Four. All I could say is I'm so lucky I did not have access to getting tattoos at that age. Same. I would be I would a be- walking monument towards like same edward i would have like the full like divergent like like the tattoos like crows or whatever yeah (laughs) i same fucking same because i um it's well documented on this podcast i was wearing my like team edward shirt at the theater on the first like the premiere yep oh for sure I um and like that was a, all of those were great too because I read all the books. Yes. And I that was like a special it was a special time when books were becoming good movies and people yes. were excited about them. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just we will never get back to that and that hurts. Well, to know that. I do have news for you. There is a prequel of The Hunger Games coming out. I think I heard that actually. So I think I did hear that. Maybe we'll get like yeah content i'm like they just keep trying to do this where it's like oh here's a prequel it's like so before everything gets good yeah, like, yeah. i don't want that <laughs> do you know before what I mean? gail and Peta show up not interested <laughs> why would i be interested in not to in any capacity i don't understand <laughs> it's yeah yeah and it's like they're trying but give us what we really want yes i agree and they didn't even fucking finish the divergent series how fucking dare they? How dare they? And they got, yeah, they got weirder. Not that they weren't weird, but the, this, it just got worse somehow. And it seems like it wasn't getting better. It was just kind of like, I mean, obviously, like every movie has a conflict that it centers around, yeah. but they just kept getting like detrimentally more terrible. Yes. And it kind of as it went on, it just made you feel bad a little bit because it's like, oh, my God, this is the world. Yeah, little, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it got too like, real. At least in, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like at least in like Twilight, it was like in Forks, fucking Washington. <laughs> it's like it's like if Forks, Washington gets decimated by the Volturi, I'm okay with it for some reason. But like if the entire like post-apocalyptic world is like stuff, it's just that was like that was too much. Yeah. And then the Hunger time. Games, like what even was that? I don't even know where that took place. I don't think it was Planet Earth. Well, like, no, it was, it was the US. It was like it was so war torn that it was like three or twelve states or whatever were left. 
Yeah. Were they factions or was that That was divergent. Oh, okay. I'm still, like, my cheeks hurt from smiling because I literally still, like, when you were describing how you thought that you, like, I thought that I could survive, no, not... Not, not even survive, win the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah. And I've never camped, and I have no will to live. <laughs> Such good points that you bring up. Like, what? <laughs> and it kind of makes what I'm about to say really insignificant. Mm-hmm. Um, around the same time, actually, I went to a camp that taught us archery. Mm. The way I thought that I was Katniss motherfucking Everdeen. I, and so did everyone. It was like the year of Katniss Everdeen. Like people had the, the Mockingjay pin on their backpacks. Like it was the time to be alive. And so they go to teach us archery. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't you know it? I suck ass. I'm terrible. (laughs) I am God awful. And I'm like, in that moment, I questioned everything. I was like, holy (laughs) shit. Could I win the Hunger Games? I don't know if I could anymore. I can't even <laughs> shoot this fucking arrow. It was bad. Yeah. It was a really, it was a, it was kind of like my whole childhood ended, but I was only like 12. So it was like a really heart, heartbreaking moment for me, but I still had Edward. So I, yeah, I held on to that. You bounced back. Yeah. I did. And I had four. So I was good yeah. with that. <laughs> I loved four. He was me like too. the best for some reason. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. it's also like, looking back now like and I I think I've watched them somewhat recently like during the pandemic I watch all of the Hunger Games once a year I watch every single Twilight movie Mm, it's just like it's it's usually in the fall when it's like dark out and like I don't you want to put on like it's the vibe it's yeah yeah. exactly (laughs) like I'm wearing a sweater and like being a I'm being the worst person in the world yeah but there's something so it's like these were the men that we were raised to like love yeah these like scarily possessive like terrifying like edward cullen was like my perfect man yeah (laughs) he didn't talk (laughs) he just became like inexplicably obsessed with Mm -hmm. this one girl Mm -hmm. for no reason we don't know why she wasn't anything special her blood smelled good personality (laughs) like like she was Fucking, mediocre all around. Yeah, boring. He becomes obsessed with her, would die for her immediately. And I would was immediately like, that, die for her. That makes sense. <laughs> and, and I'm like, I will accept nothing less. I ever. didn't bat a fucking eye. <laughs> and that's why I'm single. I blame Edward Cullen. <laughs> it I all comes stand by that. back to Twilight. <laughs> I actually need to put this in my notes app for my next therapy yeah, session. I'm yeah. gonna be like, this. Uh, I had a breakthrough on a podcast. Edward Cullen is the root of all of this. So she's like, there's two problems here on a podcast and our, and putting it back to Twilight, like classic. I think it checks out. Yeah. Checks out. Okay. We were talking about Pirates of the Caribbean. Let's move on. At Were we ever yeah, talking yeah. about Pirates of the Caribbean? <laughs> no. At Fluently Forward says, more Joe slander. Haha, loved it this week. Laugh cry emoji, a heart face emoji. I had to put the emojis in because I've been watching The Circle. Okay. And they, you've never watched that. I'm By the look mm. on your face, I can, I can tell. I'm like, oh. No, yeah, we talked about this last week and you were telling me that the Spice Girls were on it. Yes, okay. And I was like, yes. that's cool. Yes. Yeah. But they say all of their emojis out loud. So, anyways. 
Uh, that seems like it would get old fast. Yeah, it does. It does. And their It does as you're doing <laughs> yes. it. You're like, yeah, it's so old. Heart emoji, smiley face emoji, kissy face emoji. <laughs> <laughs> in the same vein at low mac it says conversation with friends bad reviews mm. um so did you watch normal people okay i did not and let me tell you why i went on a strike for about two years <laughs> where i wouldn't watch like anything sad or deep in any capacity oh that's- do you know what i mean i'm current like I- that's me the last 10 years of my life i'm still on that no. journey <laughs> sitcoms or nothing yes. unfortunately for me reality tv or nothing i feel like we're again the same mental illness like- no oh my god it's it's so bad so i used to watch this is us that show oh god, that's like I- super yeah. super emotional and deep and i watched it like and me and one of my best friends we watched it and he was texting me about it recently because this is the last season yes. of it and he's like this season is so crazy and I'm like, how do I tell this man that I have actually not been watching it for the last two years? Because <laughs> mentally, I cannot take it, yeah. unfortunately. Oh, my God. Um, I, the way I've been like, I've been like, I know it's so crazy. Like, yeah. For two <laughs> years. Because I just don't have the heart to tell. He gets so excited about oh, it. No. And I'm like, I, do I'm like I know it wasn't this episode so insane. Yeah. googling the synopsis of last week's episode because i have no fucking clue i yeah i think it was during the pandemic i just got to a place where i'm like if i'm what if i'm consuming a form of media it better be making me laugh because i just like cannot handle anything that's and it's not even like sad it's just like deep in any like yes yes if i'm having any kind of emotional response (laughs) to it i want no part of it same same it's it's um deeply concerning (laughs) Oh, agreed. Agreed. I actually just recently I watched, I don't even know if you would have heard of it because I don't know how big it like was, but that show on Hulu called The Girl from Plainville. Yes, I heard of it, but isn't it dark and sad? Very dark and sad. The only reason I watched it, it took place in Massachusetts. Oh, okay. And so I had heard about it like while it happened and like the trial and everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's the girl who tells her boyfriend to yes. 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 And so I had like like seen that unravel real time yes. in like my local news yes. when it was happening. Yes. And so that was like the draw to it for me. And I watched that and it wasn't it wasn't bad like in terms of like being emotional. It came from a very objective point of view. I think it was like pointing out the facts and it was more so about like the trial than anything else. But yeah, that was definitely like dark and sad, and I wasn't used to that. I but other than that, I don't watch anything that causes a Same. lot of emotions. That's why I like basically don't watch scripted TV unless it's a sitcom mm-hmm. because that's why I'm watching the fucking circle. <laughs> like, right. like, yeah, you know it has to be bad when you're like, all right, yeah, like, circle again. Here, here we go. My favorite TV show. Yeah, I because I I've been the exact same. It probably happened around the pandemic too, but yeah, um, it was like now I can only watch Outlander, but mm. like the first like seven episodes, and then I just mm. repeat them. There's That's no normal. there's no funny <laughs> there's no there's no funny pictures. I'm like, there's no punchline. No punch this is just our lives. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. I physically like my friends are like oh watch like Ted Lasso and stuff. Like I was like that pained me right I heard someone cried while watching it yeah I I, said no I was like I don't know you don't know the depths 
I have to go do to watch <laughs> No, yeah. And f- and furthermore, because I have things that I will watch if I feel like I need to cry. Yeah. I realized recently they're all happy things, unfortunately. Like, that's what it is. I cry like clockwork um, in the episode of New Girl where Schmidt proposes to Cece every single time so if I need a good cry I'll just go watch that episode or I'll watch the episode in the office where Erin meets her birth parents for the first time on stage and the one I'm least proud of is the scene from Lemonade Mouth (laughs) sorry yeah I'm like secretly a Lemonade Mouth stan I thought you were gonna say like friends or something (laughs) no Lemonade Mouth it gets like it's like so much like yeah i there's a scene in lemonade mouth where they get on stage at like the big sing-off oh, i know i know <laughs> of course you do and and they, they like can't sing yeah. like the lead singer is sick and they, they can't play the guitar and they're like oh bummer and then they start to walk off stage and then some girl stands up in the middle of the crowd and she says gotta turn the world into your tears floodgates open suddenly i have emotions again suddenly the world is okay so it's it's a sense of like community and belonging that i just don't get anywhere else oh except for lemonade oh my god i'm dead I... so to answer your question no i haven't seen that show i'm too busy watching lemonade mouth I'm dead. I... yeah uh... i hope that this like I don't think that this is, this isn't dark for people. Like people aren't gonna be like, oh, I no, feel bad. No, I think that. this will actually resonate with. Okay, people. cool. Because I'm like, is this too like? I don't want people to feel bad that I don't have the capacity to watch TV. <laughs> no, we're like, we're like silly about it. Yeah, so it's fine. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, I did watch Normal People in 2020. It was okay. seven episodes, and I think they were 30 minute episodes, and it took me yep. like probably six months. Because I, oh my I, needed, God. I needed, like, I needed, like, so that's what I'm saying. Oh like, it God. wasn't great. Like, it, it was. He, it was yeah, bad. my thing with normal people was I was going to read the book first. That was why I I read books sometimes. Yeah. And I was like, I should read the book because I want it. Because everyone was like, it's, you know, yeah, the, the book is better than, than, the, movie. than the movie. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I feel like I should read the book first. To, like, know what I'm getting myself into. Then I ended up reading just like fun light summer (laughs) rom-com beach reads all summer. And I never got around to the dark depressing one. Sorry. (laughs) So I was like, and the thing is, is I know that people are going to be listening to this and they'll be like, it's literally not dark. (laughs) And I'm going to be like, that's actually where I'm at right now. So meet me here or meet me nowhere. Like I have, that's where I'm at. So I just never got around to it. And then I just, and then. Like for me, when once people stop talking about it, I instantly don't care anymore, which is bad. Yes, but you too. know what I mean. Like me I just too. didn't have that like drive to go watch it. Yeah, me too. I had to argue with my one of my friend group chats for Ooh. many months, explaining why because it's a very character driven show. There's not actually like tons of plot, I guess you would say. Yeah. So like, again, not our vibe because we need Mm. constant, like we need constant. Wait, I just thought that I watched Euphoria, which is like the darkest show of all. I get me too. But like, again, I would have to take breaks during the episodes to go on TikTok 
See, that's healthy. I binge watched in all of season one before season two started because I never watched season one. I never watched season one when it came out because I wasn't <laughs> in the mood to be depressed. Yes. It came out like my senior year of college. Oh, yeah. And I was in the darkest place. Mm. And I was like, this is just going to send me over the edge in terms of like, I don't want to be even more sad. And so I didn't watch it then. And then I guess I guess January of this year, I was feeling strong. And I was like, I can do this. Yeah, I and I well. and to be fair, I did it. But after binge watching the entire I watched I think I binge watched it after like season I mean episode one and two had come out so I watched all of the first season and then episode one and two in like two days and after that I was like it's probably for the best that there's a week in between these episodes like I need need that time to to decompress yeah yeah 100% yeah I actually watched it like very similarly but Mm -hmm. again not to be dark I was like numbed like I just like (laughs) well I think that happens like like with that show though I think it happens because like the first like couple episodes is just like so much so fast that like by the end of the second season I'm like all right this is nothing I haven't seen before yeah 100% um so I'm assuming you will not be watching conversations with friends I don't know maybe I'll dabble in it maybe I'll Maybe I'll give it a chance. I was so okay. The this is gonna sound so bad, but um, people are gonna be like, "Yeah, that checks out." Um, but it's like, like Paul Mescal. I always want to call mm-hmm. him Paul Mescal, like the beverage. Yeah, that that's definitely what I would say. Okay, okay. Whoever that man is, <laughs> so he goes from Paul Mescal to whoever that man is. So fucking hot. Which mm. is probably the main reason I watch normal people. But I just Checks out. I feel like Joe Alwyn isn't doing it for me. Interesting. So I just don't think I'll watch the reviews have also been so bad because um normal people is very similar to the books. Like um mm-hmm. and Sally Rooney, the author, was mm-hmm. um really involved with the project. And I think she's less involved with it now. Gotcha. Um, and yeah, it's just not landing with people. But I feel like it's Joe Alwyn's first kind of main breakout. Right. Not breakout right. role because he's been in other things. But like his, you know, leading character, like mm-hmm. main character vibes moment. And there's a weird part of me that's like happy he's not doing well it's so fucking weird why do i hate him so much he's done zero things wrong he's probably lovely i'm sure he is lovely but in an annoying way where it's like "Mm, are you really that lovely you know what i mean i talked about him on my last week's episode and was like Mm-hmm. getting to know him more and I was like oh I I like him a lot better but like for some reason I'm still like praying for his downfall that's so interesting <laughs> such a weird person to be praying for their downfall I feel like I'm just like no one is good enough for Taylor Swift which is so fucked like I that is actual stan culture like mm. and like I I'll allow it yeah, like... in this case it's kind of makes sense. Like so fucking weird because I don't think I actually feel about that that way about anybody. But I don't know. I don't know. I just I don't get it. I don't. It's kind of like when your best friend starts dating someone and you're like, mm, it's never going to be 
never going to be amazing. You know what I mean? There's always going to be a shortcoming that you're going to find. Yes. And that's just what you're doing for Taylor. She's lucky to have you. Oh my God. I think that's it. We're now at the part of the episode where Maddie's going to name a petty weight champion of the week. Who is someone in the media who did something petty and it was iconic. So Maddie, who are Mm -hmm. you nominating this week? Meg the Stallion, without a doubt, for sure. She's she's so bold, and I love her. And this whole situation confused the fuck out of me, honestly. And I'm still confused. And yeah. I like, I feel like with pop culture, for me at least, as someone who's not as engrossed in it as like actively, I always catch the gist of what's going on. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm completely removed from it. I always see the things that are happening. And then like, if it's something I'm interested in, I'll like go and learn more about it. With this, I just could not find answers that I was like looking for. And I was confused. What have you heard about this situation? Yes, I love this. So she posted. I love like nothing gets me more fired up than cropping someone out of a picture and then posting it. It's so good. It's so good. Especially when it's so obvious. This picture, (laughs) I thought, I thought that someone else had done this like as a joke and they're like, haha, because it was so fucking obvious. Yeah, because it's not the person, like, it's not like a group photo and it's the person on the end and you could be like, oh, like, you didn't fit in the frame. Like, sorry, it's literally Cara Delevingne in the fucking middle of her and it's Doja Cat, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? fuck like it's the middle like just like a black line (laughs) yes that was the thing was that it literally because the way that and I found this out from like watching more videos Mm -hmm. and I just don't know like what Kara was on Kara 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 I don't know I think she's British I don't know what she's on that's what I that's I was thinking leaning towards but I doubted myself the last second (laughs) (laughs) I, I went American but I don't know what she was on this night. I don't. Coke. I don't. Like, <laughs> and then some. It must have been a heavy mix of a bunch of things. Everything I saw, she was just batshit crazy and weird. Like, there's never been a better use of the word weird. The picture of her, like, creeping around the corner while Meg <laughs> the Stallion's taking her red carpet photos. And then she gets in the frame and holds up the end of Meg the Stallion's dress. I know. Her, like, creepy gremlin face, like, on the side of the red carpet, just... What was that? I don't... It's drugs. But it must be something... Like, (laughs) it's, like, that's not a good enough answer for me. Like, for me, because, first of all, these are celebrities. If you're doing drugs, you should be better at it at this point. Yes, yes. Like... And you should, if you're on that many drugs where you are acting like a strange fucking gremlin on the red carpet, (laughs) someone, someone should be advising you to not do that. Yes. Or to not go. Yes. Like (laughs) she was being so weird, but the photo itself. So Doja Cat and Meg the Stallion were on the end row of this aisle and Kara was sitting next to. Mike the Stallion. So it made it even funnier because of like the angle that it was taken at. So it just like, oh my God. 
because it's, it was the most unnatural photo yeah. to ever try and crop someone yes, out of like yes. it just did not make sense you're right it was the so angle bad was but like, i loved it like when the person's like doja cat was like fo- closer to the camera yeah so yeah, she's and, like the sign was a robot yes yep. so the angles are like so off it's so funny so off. yeah so definitely if i went to an award show and i didn't want to be there and I was like, I'm going to take something to make this better. It would definitely be smoking weed because you can't take Coke and then like sit in an audience. No, and I'm still not convinced that it was Coke. (laughs) I'm like very, very like it must have been like fentanyl or like like oxy. Like it was weird. I've never. It was weird. It was it was a lot. I yeah um she does do weird shit like this yeah more often. she's a weirdo she's, she is a weirdo but this was like and it was so many things in one in night one night it wasn't just the photo of her creeping around the corner 100 it was like she's like rolling on the ground yeah like, I don't... and like trying to fix meg's dress and like it just it it was so bad okay so i um really think again that she was on drugs and i feel like when you come down from that high mm-hmm. and are just mm-hmm. riddled with anxiety she is having flashbacks and is not happy <laughs> she is not doing well at least I hope that she like you know when you like have a drunk night or whatever and then you like wake up and like you're just like I was the most embarrassing even yeah. if you did like right. absolutely nothing you're just like I did the most oh <laughs> like do you, do you know who you're talking to yeah, like, you're like have you ever felt anxious after you got drunk in front of people like, yeah you're like, you're like, yeah a little bit i have yeah, like, yeah, like i feel like that should be her today um, oh my god i can't imagine times a thousand but it, it felt almost publicity stunty to me yeah the whole thing like that picture just almost looked staged like it didn't because i'm not like how the are you doing photo, this? The, yes the yes, red carpet yes. yeah yeah it was just weird and then it's yeah i just feel like this is a situation where like i need to know more like i want to know like what actually was happening there you know Same. what i mean because i was like okay when i saw the red carpet i was like what is their relationship and what like are yes. they friends or like are they dating? And so I was like, reading I, about them. Yeah. And they apparently, like, Cara said that they were friends in, like, 2020 or something like that when she, like, I don't know. But it, it wasn't like, oh, like, we're friends. It was just like, oh, my friend Meg the Stallion or something like that. And then people said that they have been infamously not friends oh, over the last couple of years. That they, like, actually, I don't know if it's, like, actual beef or but people thought for some reason that like they knew that Meg the Stallion like does not like Kara, which obviously now it's looking at that as the yes. case, but I don't know who would after she's being so weird. Yes. Cause it was like, Oh, I don't know where she stands on this. And then she posted the cropped photo. And I was like, Oh, right. We know exactly, exactly where she stands. And I feel like that was, that was exactly what she wanted to do because the whole internet was like, what the fuck is Cara Delevingne's yeah. issue? Yeah. But like the bigger question was like, wait, is she actually friends with her? Yes. Like, what is the vibe? Yeah. And then I feel like Meg was like, here, here's, here's the vibe. Everything you need I to hate know. Her. Yeah. <laughs> Without saying anything, yeah. here's you know they say a picture's worth a million words. Yes, 
It was, it was today. Yeah. Um, iconic pettyweight champion. And like, I think also just the bigger issue is just the media around this has been talking like that her behavior was like harmless and like it was like haha and like we kind of just did that but like I think like but I think also other videos of Kara doing the same to Mm -hmm. other black Mm -hmm. artists yeah yeah have surfaced and I think yeah there's definitely some like fetishization or like yep I saw that as well. Yeah, just like some, I don't know, problematic shit going on. Yeah, which I think she's kind of, like, that comes as no surprise to anyone. Yeah. That she's being problematic. Yes, 100%. Okay, this week in Petty, which is a segment, people are going to be like, why are you explaining this? Just because if someone doesn't know, if if you're a new listener. If they're new here. Yeah, if you're new around here, this is a segment where we share something that has happened in our personal lives um, that mm-hmm. we're petty about. Mm-hmm. So what are you petty about this week? Oh, no, I want to hear yours first. Okay, okay. So I need to. This is I've been be waiting. so anticlimactic. Yeah, you've been waiting two I, hours. I don't care. I've been waiting. No, I've been waiting longer since oh, I yeah, read yeah. the outline. Okay, so this Wait, is... Wait, for context, yes. on the outline, it mm. says, Tory Story Reusable Cotton Pads. Yeah. Imagine the cliffhanger that left me with. <laughs> okay, so I'm, I need to know more. <laughs> this is so anticlimactic. Hopefully okay. I can like jazz it up a little bit. But my washer machine. Okay. Is it washer or washing machine? I say washing. Okay. I just said <laughs> I washer. I don't say it like that. I don't. I said, <laughs> you said washing. Like, I don't know what that like, was. It's like I talk every day, obviously. Mm. And then I put a microphone in front of me and it's like I've never spoken out loud before. It's like give me the dictionary yes. so I can fact check myself. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Whatever. The thing that washes your clothes that I mm-hmm. have in the my machine that does that. Yes. Um, yes. broke down. And no. um my maintenance person came in yesterday and was like, Oh, it's it looks like it's like a m- motherboard or <laughs> like a fucking Whatever the like fucking computer. Not the motherboard <laughs> yeah. malfunctioning on the washing machine. <laughs> Whatever the fucking like computer part is, like the technical yeah. thing. He's the like, chip. The chip. I- like I don't know the <laughs> wires. I work for a tech company, so this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, I literally have. No I'm like idea. I don't know. So the motherboard. That sounds right. Yeah. And he's like, "It's a quick fix. We'll just swap it out for another one." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Mm-hmm. So he comes back with the technician today. Mm-hmm. Everyone's on pins and needles. This is literally nothing. This is like fucking nothing. I'm excited. Replaces the motherboard or whatever. Um, and it's like, oh no, something's like actually really wrong with this. Like, it's not just this. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, what is it? And he's like, there's something stuck in the pipes or like the. Oh. Yeah. So the water's what not was draining. stuck in the pipes. Yeah. <laughs> Um, now I feel bad because I kind of spoiled the story. <laughs> no, no. Fuck. So you can cut that out. Yeah, no, no, no. So I have been trying to become more sustainable. Love that. My Amazon uh, history would would um, <laughs> contradict that, but slowly but surely, I'm trying to be more environmentally friendly. 
So instead of using cotton pads, you know, to like take off my makeup or whatever, I bought reusable cotton pads Mm -hmm. um, that you put in the wash. So it's like I just have Mm -hmm. 10 and I rotate through them and like Mm -hmm. I'm like save the turtles vibes. (laughs) You don't realize cotton pads were killing our turtles. That's devastating. Well, cotton... Yeah, it's like a, I don't know. It's a lot to, I think it's a lot of water or something to mm. grow the cotton. So I have mm-hmm. these reusable ones. And one fucking got stuck and clogged my washing machine. And I have not been able to do laundry for like two weeks. All because <laughs> you were trying to help the environment. Every time I try to be sustainable, it bites me in the fucking ass. And, okay, and... I just want to say we are going to get so canceled for this entire episode. I don't think we will. Okay. I think I don't want to say I stand by everything <laughs> yeah. because I kind of blacked out a little bit, but I feel like I do. Also, I know what you mean. Being sustainable is such a good thing. Yes. But it is so hard sometimes. I know. Even like I make myself a coffee in my home every day, an iced coffee, and I use too. a straw. Then I have to wash the fucking straw. Oh Do you know how god. annoying that is? Oh my god, yes. So I had one fucking simple joy in my life. What was it? It was going to a restaurant, getting a Diet Coke with a straw, and just drinking like three before my meal comes. Mm-hmm. I thought you were going to say it was just regular cotton pads. <laughs> fucking sad no like it's gonna be like oh no your one joy is gone <laughs> no it literally is like I'm so sorry but I just want and I'm like rip to the turtles like my heart goes out to, to you but like I I like, this one's for the turtles you should put a dedication before this yeah, okay. for the turtles I just like I want to, yeah, go to a restaurant, not have a fucking soggy paper straw, and drink seven Diet Cokes in the span. You're going to be so excited when you come to America. Because it's all straws. We don't got any of that. Oh, my God. It's, we, we, have, we have straws? We have plastic straws all the time, everywhere. Oh. Girl, all the time, everywhere. Okay, so I live in, like, a hippy-dippy place. Mm. We've banned plastic bags, and we've banned... Um, We've planned plastic bags in some places. Straws, no. Straws are a free-for-all. You either have to drink straight out of the cup and it fucking sucks when you're drinking Diet Coke or you get Yeah, that would suck. Yeah. The paper ones do. They get soggy so So fast. It's so... It's so stupid. And like I... They take sturdier ones. Yes. And I have reusable straws at home, which I put in my iced coffee mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. But I'm not, no offense, again, I'm not putting that in my purse. <laughs> I'm not going out for dinner no. and whipping out my reusable because, straw. <laughs> and then I think, like, what do you do after that? That's what I'm saying. And then it's like they have those, like, sad, like, they have those fucking pouches. And it's like, God bless your soul if you do that. Like, honestly. So true. But, like, it ain't me. <laughs> it's not me either. It could never be me, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm- I think I would go strawless before I brought my own straw mm-hmm. anywhere. Yeah. For any reason. Yeah. I'm petty about a lot of things this week. I will say that. Mm-hmm. I think today and always, kind of. But one thing in particular 
I've been going to the gym really early in the morning. Love that for you. It yeah. No, we do, but it's it's a lot. Yeah. And I there's a lot of things wrong with my gym. The biggest issue plaguing my gym as a whole is the elderly men. <laughs> the look on my face. <laughs> Sometimes I wish this it's was a video podcast. So bad. It's gotten so bad. There's a lot of issues with them. I would say the biggest are them not averting their eyes ever. They oh. are starers through and through and through. Furthermore, we're encroaching on summer. Mm-hmm. I and sympathy for the elderly, of course. Of course. <laughs> of course. Of course. I but what I will that. say is, <laughs> is if you are getting up in the morning and like putting on clothes and going to the gym. So like that's I'm saying I'm getting at the point that like these are able-bodied, like fully functioning, yeah, like yeah. adult, like you know what I mean? Yes, these are yeah. not like Yes. And you are not putting on deodorant. I did not think you were going there. <laughs> and you were choosing to wear a tank top <laughs> to the gym in the in when it's warm outside. I don't like you at all. There is this one guy that I see every single day and he wears a tank top every day, even in the dead of winter. And I live in Massachusetts. Like it's fucking freezing. Like it's basically Canada. You know what I mean? Like I'm and he wears a tank top. Sometimes he wears like leggings and uh, in shorts over them old man old man leggings with shorts over them okay that's a look like they're probably like compression pants leggings, yeah or whatever yeah yeah there's some but that's the look that i'm yeah he has like bad and circulation then- and we're like fuck you for trying to like <laughs> thanks for pointing that out <laughs> no but he he reeks it reminds me (laughs) it reminds me of like when I was in middle school and like the teachers had to start talking to the boys about wearing deodorant because it just like smelled all the time it's that vibe everyone has like a (laughs) everyone has a stinky Ben like you know you just I have like several of them I can think of yeah like they just oh my god again if you're if you're out there I hope you're doing well but like everyone has that one kid that you just you know now I sound like I'm an elementary school no see I've and I've thought this through a lot but like if you can afford the gym membership you can afford a stick of deodorant yeah and and it's like you know what I mean you you didn't just hit puberty and like change you don't know any better (laughs) you've you've been around (laughs) and he sits on this one ab machine first of all another thing about them is that they will just occupy an entire machine for 20 minutes and do nothing i love again the lack of (laughs) self-awareness no one has left self-awareness than the old white man at mommy's gym (laughs) let the record show let the record show and so he sits on his one machine and I do abs Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mm-hmm. And I have to be in and out because I have a job that I have to come back to. So I am like taking no prisoners when I go to the gym and I'm miserable. They play like Fox News on the TV. Oh, I'm like enraged by I know it's terrible. And then I 
I just want to get in and get out. And when this man is sitting on the machine for 20 minutes doing nothing, he's sitting with his arms elevated because mm-hmm. it's a it's like a crunch machine. Yeah. And he reeks. Like, there's a stench emanating from his armpits, and he has his arms all the way up in the air, and he's wearing a tank top. And you and know- that pains me. <laughs> you know that his sense of smell is dulled. <laughs> oh, my God. He, to him, everything's fine. He's good. He's okay <laughs> with it. I am not, unfortunately. <laughs> and there's a whole, like, crew of them that I see every single day. Yeah. And it's like... It's sad because I remember when I first joined the gym, I was like, that's kind of adorable that yeah. there's like a squad of like old men that like yeah, all like, like they clearly aren't like friends, but yeah. they like hang out at the gym. Very you know cute. what I mean? Yeah. So cute. One of them looks like Santa. I love him. <laughs> like he's precious. Mm-hmm. And then I started to get to know these <laughs> characters and very quickly, my opinions of them started to deteriorate. And then I saw one of them. There's this girl that I see in the gym every single day. She's a queen. She's like jacked. She like, she's seriously so impressive. And she, I think she literally stays there for like two hours. Like I'm not kidding. Cause she's like there when I get there and has already been doing stuff. And then she's still there when I'm leaving. And I saw one of these old men one day, just completely stare at her for like 15 minutes. I was nauseated. Like he was staring at her ass when she walked away. He was it was just creepy. It was so, and I've never felt like, like that at yeah, this gym. Yeah. Like as much as they smell and take up space, I'm, I'm fine with them otherwise. Yeah. yeah. And then I saw that and I was like, so I've only been wearing gigantic t-shirts <laughs> and sweatshirts to the gym, which makes it less pleasant. Unfortunately, like there's already yeah. like, I got certain like workout tops and I was like, this is so cute. I can never wear it to actually work out, unfortunately, so because sad. it's, it is, it's so sad. And so I just hate that old men are ruining the gym. And now I understand why there's women only gyms. Yes. It all checks out it to me. It all checks out. Yeah. And I think I should just start my own. Yeah. Maybe. I love that. That sounds like a good investment. Yes, it does. It's very on brand for me, I feel like. <laughs> what, a, a random career change? or it could be. could be a side hustle. Yeah. Opening a gym. I don't know. I don't know either. But yeah, if maybe I go to a yoga studio that also does fitness classes, um, mm-hmm. it's predominantly women. But if I went back to a gym, gym, like if I got a gym membership again, I think I have to do women's only. I just don't have yeah. the time and space to look or talk to a man if I don't mm. have to. Preach. I see enough of them in the world. <laughs> like- so true. It's so true. We like we've we have we've have it. We see it. Yeah. And we're good. We're good. We don't need more of it. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at. So think of me early tomorrow morning. Yes. As I'm yeah. I will. I will. Maybe someone's listening to this podcast at the gym. Yeah, yes, if you are. If you're listening yeah. to this podcast at the gym, keep an eye out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But keep wrap a keep wrap a sweater around your waist. Like keep your wits about you, girl. <laughs> okay, one last thing before we wrap up. We're gonna meet each other. We are. Which like probably no one cares. Like if A, if you're at this point in the podcast, again, like they're turning it off yeah yeah like thank you so much um thank you so much like really truly but I've known you for like what over two years 
mm-hmm. like two and a half years, I think. And mm-hmm. we're internet friends, I would say. For sure. For and, sure. And um, so then I, and we live on, in, well, in different countries, a different And coasts. on opposite ends of the country. Yes. <laughs> yes. Like, yes. I am the farthest west and you are the farthest east. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So it is a big deal, at least for us, I feel like. so That we're in the same place at the same time. Yes. Yeah, for sure. Um, or we will be. Yes. Yeah. So I don't know. That's exciting. Uh, maybe there's like longtime listeners that have listened to all of your like, I don't know, four mm-hmm. or five episodes or six mm-hmm. episodes or whatever. And they're happy for mm-hmm. us some, somewhere out there. I hope they are. Let us know if you're happy. Yeah. <laughs> Please personally reach out to us and say, I'm happy for you guys. You have to after all of what we shared about how we can't even watch TV. Serious. Like- Seriously. They must be feeling kind of bad for us. So you should DM us and tell us how happy you are for us. Yeah, thank you. Uh, where can the listeners find your podcast and anything else you want to plug? Um, my podcast is on all the podcast platforms. It's called Parked Car Combos. And then I'm on TikTok always. It's at Matt underscore Mitch. Rhymes with bad bitch. Easy to remember. Yes. Hard to forget. Yes, yes. And you've been having like a moment on TikTok being reposted by betches and all of that. Yeah, it's crazy. Crazy and sometimes scary because people in this world are terrible. Yes. (laughs) But it's fine. It's totally fine. We're living in the moment for sure. When you're like a TikTok star, I can be like, I followed her when she had 5,000 or like 4,000. Oh my God. Literally, I was going to say less than 5,000 for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll always be the first podcast I ever came on. Yes. And it'll just be an iconic moment. I love that for us. Well, thank you. I do too. <laughs> Thanks for coming. It's on. our origin story. Yes, That's cute. Yes. Me being creepy on TikTok. Like, classic. <laughs> but me being like, oh my God. Yeah. Like, yes. This is my moment. I'm like, someone wants me to talk about this. This is great. <laughs> And there you have it. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much to Maddie for joining me on today's episode. If you're still here again, muchas gracias. We appreciate it so, so, so much. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you enjoyed today's episode, the best, I feel like I say this every fucking week, the best thing you can do is like and subscribe and blah, blah, blah. But truly, Emily Rose from It's Become a Whole Thing was talking about this on her podcast this week. But like, you really, truly don't know, not to sound like fucking annoying, but you don't know how hard it is to, you know, build a podcast community And if you enjoyed today's episode or any aspect of RTBP, it is so helpful to follow along on social media at RTBP Podcast to write a review, even if it's just like, love this or like, whatever. Like, it doesn't have to be essay (laughs) that you submit to a prof. It can just be like a few a few things that you like about the pod or share it with a friend or post it on your social media that you're listening. Again, I don't want to sound obnoxious, but it's just, I feel like podcasters are like Tinkerbell. We need the, like the claps or what does Tinkerbell need? I don't know. The attention or whatever to keep going. And every time I get a review or someone likes one of my posts or you DM me, topic you want me to cover or um say say you liked an episode or to have a little debate with me in my dms or comments or whatever I absolutely 
love it. It gives me light in my life. It gives me, it's very life-giving and I just appreciate it so much. I hope you are safe and healthy out there. As always, I'm your host, Tori, and I'm ready to be petty. See you soon. Bye.